This is WSKG News. After Republicans won big in the last election, many pundits have said Democrats have lessons to learn. But a Keystone Crossroads analysis of heavily funded school board races in Pennsylvania tells a much more nuanced story that undermines claims of a so-called red wave. Reporter Katie Meyer has this investigation. Chris Spear wasn't too surprised when Republicans took control of his school board in this year's election. After all, they were funded primarily by $10,000 from a massive, overwhelmingly conservative statewide spending campaign. And I think that may have really uh, played into it because they, they sent out a lot of mailers and a lot of people were walking up to the polls with their sample Republican ballots already in their hands. Spear is a moderate Democrat. He's on the board in the Quakertown School District in Upper Bucks County. For months, he watched as GOP candidates came together around opposition to school mask mandates and other COVID-19 mitigation measures, with the help of all that cash. You know, the masking issue really did um, get a lot more people out to vote than, um, you know, the, <laughs> the keeping kids safe issues did that the other candidates were running on. Quakertown's flip from Democratic to Republican control is in line with a lot of Republicans' hopes and Democrats' fears about races for school boards and beyond. But a closer look at school board results in the influential Philly suburbs challenges any decisive storyline. It turns out Quakertown is the outlier, not the rule. A Keystone Crossroads analysis of these races found a key takeaway. From cycle to cycle, partisan preferences tended to be relatively stable in local races. Of the 27 PAC-funded races in the four-collar counties, 16 didn't shift their partisan tilt at all. Only five flipped control, three toward Democrats and two toward Republicans. Donna Cooper, executive director of the advocacy group Children First, says that stacks up with her close observations of the races. While outside money can play a critical role because most people are self-funding with 200 bucks to make handmade lawn signs, um, certainly higher visibility helps. But it wasn't a state accompli in this case. People who received outside money lost, people who had $100 won. Um, and so I really didn't see a clear pattern. Basically, the spending wasn't decisive. Zoom out to all of Pennsylvania, and that pattern pretty much holds. Paul Martino, the venture capitalist who put more than $500,000 into the big spending back-to-school PA PAC, says in the 55 statewide races on which he spent money, his mostly Republican-endorsed candidates won just over 60 percent of them. Well, it was all over the map, right? We, uh, we, had, we had some races where we knew uh, our candidates were shoe-ins. We had some, candidate, uh, some races where we knew our candidates stood no shot, but we wanted to show up and make sure the other team knew we were on the field. Even in districts where partisan control changed, there wasn't a single reason why. Take the Westchester Area School District in Chester County. Democrats took control, but a conservative PAC-funded candidate who opposed mask mandates also won after an intense battle. Democratic board member Kate Shaw says even though her party did well on paper, she worries about future board meetings. It's tough coming off an election like that, you know, because there were a lot of personal insults that were, that were you know, sort of bandied about. And, <clears throat> you know, I mean, it got a little rough there. In Quakertown, the Bucks County district where Republicans took control, parents and board members saw two reasons for the swing. One, national issues. John Sell has two kids in the district. He mainly voted for Republicans because he opposes mask mandates. But he's also worried about schools teaching about gender identity and critical race theory. 
Vague concerns he admits haven't even come up in Quakertown. It's eventually going to you know, get around, and it's, I'd rather be proactive than reactive. The other driver of Quakertown's swing was simpler, reversion to the norm. According to Chris Spear, the Democratic board member who wasn't up for re-election, the district has always been pretty conservative. In the last four years, Democrats got elected on a specific promise to refurbish an old elementary school. That's what got Spear on the board. And now he says the issue may just be running its course. You know, I, I personally don't care if I'm ever elected again. Uh... For those who do, the lessons of 2021 aren't new. You can win on both sides of national hot-button issues. And money matters, too. But it's not everything. Katie Meyer, Keystone Crossroads. And this is WSKG News.